My name is Tanya Myrick with Church on the Move, and I am so excited to bring you a message tonight that I hope encourages you and strengthens your faith in regards to healing. You know, a lot of people wonder and they question, is God really interested in my healing? And I want to tell you that the answer to that is yes. Let's, let's read out a scripture, the book of Luke, chapter 5, verses 12 through 13. And it happened when he was in a certain city that behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus and he fell on his face and implored him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And then he put out his hand and touched him saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. You know, God is not only able to heal you, but he is willing to do whatever it'll take to get you healed. In fact, I want to read to you out of Isaiah chapter 53. He tells us that Jesus was despised and rejected and forsaken by men, a man of sorrows and pains and acquainted with grief and sickness. And like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we did not appreciate his worth or have any esteem for him. Surely he has bore our griefs that's our sickness, our weakness, and our distress. He has carried our sorrows and pains, our punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God as if with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. First Peter 2.24 um, reminds us that his, by his wounds, we are healed. You know, I, I, I've prayed with a lot of folks and I talk to a lot of folks because many of us, if you haven't already, you're going to find a time in your life where you are sick and it may be a little bit more than a cold. It may be something that tries to put fear on you. What I would encourage you, don't receive that fear. Don't take that fear in. Get in God's word. Get strong in God's word and know what he says concerning his healing. Do you, know, do you know that he took those wounds so that you could be healed? So that you could be whole? So I hope that you're hearing and understanding that he not only can, but he is willing that you be healed. He was wounded for your healing. And his desire is that you be healed and that you stay healed. Romans 8.11 says, And if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore to life your mortal, short-lived, and perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. I don't know about you, but for years that scripture gets me so excited because when I read it, it reminds me that the same Power. Do you get that? The same power that raised Christ from the dead is in you. So if you have some type of sickness that, that has come on you or, or you've been given a bad report by the doctor, I want to encourage you to remember that same power is in you. That's exciting. 
John 3, 2 tells us, Dear friend, I am praying that everything prosper with you and that you be in good health as I know you are prospering spiritually. God wants us to be healthy. He wants us to be whole. You know, he doesn't want us struggling with sickness. He doesn't want us waking up in the mornings with aches and pains. Hey, we're here on this planet for a reason. He wants us going out there and spreading the gospel and telling others about Jesus. We can't do that if we're sick. We can't do that if, or most likely we won't do that if our bodies are aching. He needs you healthy for the journey that he has you on and what he's calling you to do. So first thing, remember, God is interested in your healing. And second, know that you can build up your faith for healing. You know, you may not have your faith in a place where you're believing that God wants the best for you, and you may not have your faith in a place where you're able to receive healing. But I'm telling you that you can build your faith up, and you can see that healing manifested in your life. One of the things that you need to understand regarding healing is you need to understand that God's not the one that put the sickness on you. He's not... He's not the one that um, made you sick. In fact, John 10.10 reminds us, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. You see, Jesus isn't the one that puts sickness on you. It's the devil who's the thief. He's the one that's intending to destroy. Acts 10.38 tells us that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Again, I'm showing you that it was the devil who was oppressing people. It's not the Lord. And then I want to read a story out of Luke chapter 13, verses 10 through 16. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and in, could, in no way could raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, there are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them and not on the Sabbath day. And the Lord then answered him and said, hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman... Being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. Again, Satan hath bound. And 1 John 3, 8 tells us, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Thank you, Jesus. So... One of the things that you can do if you're building your faith regarding healing is to get in God's word. You know, when I first got saved all those years ago, I didn't grow up in church. I didn't have a background. I didn't have anything to lean on. So I had to dig into God's word. And when I started digging in and reading and studying, I learned so much about God and his intentions for our life. And in that... I realized that 
if his word is true and we know it is true, then I need to start acting on those things that his word says. Proverbs 4, 20-22 tells us, My son, pay attention to what I am saying. Incline your ear to my words. Don't let them out of your sight. Keep them deep in your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to their whole being. Health to their whole being. You know what? God's word can be medicine for you. So many times in life, I think when we start to get that little headache or we start to get symptoms of a cold, I think a lot of times what we do is we settle into that and we say, well, I guess I'm getting a cold. It's going around. Well, I'm getting a headache again. And what do we do? We're, we're starting to come into agreement with what's starting to go on in our bodies. Well, if you stay in God's word and you meditate on his word, and I don't mean just read over his word and that's it. I mean meditate on it. Before you go to bed, read a few verses of scripture and let those play throughout your mind while you're falling asleep. Meditate on them throughout the course of the day. Think on them throughout the course of the day. I'm telling you what's going to happen is the Holy Spirit's going to do a work in you and he's going to show you things in your life and you're going to see opportunities where you get to put that word and what God's word says to use. Acts 9, 32 through 35 tells us, now it came to pass as Peter went through all parts of the country that, all, that he also came down to the saints who dwelled in Lydia. And there he found a certain man named Ananias who had been bedridden eight years and was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Ananias, Jesus the Christ heals you. Arise and make your bed. And then he arose immediately. So all who dwelt in Lydia and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. You know, he did something here. The moment he was told, arise, he did what he was told to do. I want to tell you a story. I want to give you a testimony of... A time in my life, and I, I was thinking about it this morning, it was a good 14, 15 years ago, and it's a time where I had been studying God's word, and I was put to the test. I'm not telling you God put me to the test, I'm just telling you I was put to the test regarding my faith in God's word and what I had, I had learned in it. I was in the youth ministry then, and I had about 30 teenagers that I was to take to a, I think it was a four or five day camp. I had taken off work early the th Thursday before the Friday we were leaving. I spent that afternoon getting paperwork ready, all that good stuff you have to do in the youth ministry, um, packing my bags, getting ready to go. We were meant to leave out about 2 o'clock that Friday. I woke up Friday morning. I was sick. I was bad sick. I had a fever. I had the chills. I, I was coughing. I mean, it came on me like that. It was there. And I remember laying on the couch just feeling pitiful for myself. Just don't ever do that. Don't, don't give yourself your own pity party. But I was giving myself a pity party, just feeling awful for myself. And I was laying there and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to take all these teenagers to youth camp. 
how am I going to do this? I can't. I've got a fever. There's no way. I've got to call the pastor and tell him I can't do it. And here I am feeling guilty because there was one other person going other than me, and they had never taken kids to youth camp, and so they were leaning heavily on me. So I laid there, and I prayed, and I said, Lord, what am I supposed to do? You know, I've been preparing for this, and here I am sick all of a sudden. What is going on? God is so good. The Holy Spirit started dealing with me, picked up my Bible, started reading. And you know, it was this story that I just shared with you here that I read. Laying on that couch with a fever, sick, thinking there's no way. I must have come down with a, the flu or, or whatever it was, thinking there's no way. But I read this story, and I'm telling you, the Lord will speak to you. You're, you're, not, you're probably not going to hear the audible voice of God, but he'll speak to you through your spirit. He spoke me, spoke to me through my spirit, and he said, receive your healing. And I said, okay, Lord, all right, I know what your word says. You're, you're saying, you know, that Jesus, you know, he took on all of my sickness and disease, so I don't have to carry that. I hear what you're saying. And I started going through all these scriptures in my head, and he kept telling me, receive your healing. So I laid there, fever, feeling awful, and I said, okay, Lord, I received my healing. And then I just laid there and didn't do anything. Wasn't feeling any better. I thought, okay, well, this didn't work. Don't ever say that about God's word. God's word works. So the Holy Spirit speaks to me again, and he says, now get up. And I thought, what? What do you mean get up? Holy Spirit tells me, get up and walk it out. You're healed. And I thought, well, I still have a fever. I still have, in fact, I just took it. I still have a fever. I'm feeling awful. What do you mean get up and walk it up? And clear as day, you know, the, the, the Lord can be tough on you when he needs to be. Very sternly told me, get up and walk it out. I got off that couch, I went and took a shower, I started getting dressed, <laughs> started getting my bags out the door, and in just the few hours it took to get myself showered out the door and on the way to the church, the fever left, the sickness was gone. It was gone. What I did was I prayed, I believed what I prayed, and then I acted on it. Acting on God's word is so important. And can I tell you, there's not only was there not a, a blessing for me, there was a blessing for me in that because I saw my faith, I saw the fruit of my faith, but those next couple of days with those youth at camp, God did some mighty miracles in some young people's lives. I saw a move of God that we had been praying for for years. And can I tell you, what would have happened if I wouldn't have been obedient to what the Holy Spirit was leading me to do? What would have happened if I, if I would have just settled, I'm, decided I'm going to settle in to being sick, I'm going to go get me some NyQuil, and I'm out, see you next week, it's done. What would have happened is they probably would have got someone else to take those kids, but I would have missed being part of a great work that God was doing in those young people's lives. And I would have missed seeing God work in my own life. There's always, always, always reward when you're obedient to God's word. Put action to your faith. So, third point, and I have to tell you, this past week, in my own private worship time with the Lord, and, and you may say, what do you mean your own private worship time? You know, worship, worship, and I would say this isn't part of the 
topic tonight, but then again, it is. Um, worship is important in a corporate setting. God moves in that, and he does great things in that. But worship is also important in your own life, in your one-on-one -on -one worship with the Lord, because he'll speak to you that in that. He'll lead you in that. Um, and in my own private worship time with the Lord this past week, I was uh, praying and seeking him regarding faith. And he spoke some words to me, and I, I still remember them because it was one of those things where it's almost like he threw it out there and I caught it. And he threw it out there to me and I caught it. And I, I, at that moment, I went and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. And this is what he spoke to me. Your actions will always reveal your level of faith. I know what he spoke to me was for me and some things that are going on in my own life because there are some things that I need to step it up in um, and I need to not doubt myself in but in these words where he's he spoke to me and said your actions are always going to reveal um, your level of faith that applies in healing as well all those years ago 14 15 years ago I was learning in the Lord and sickness came on me and at the, at the moment that I decided to be obedient to what God's word says and put action to my words and to get up and walk it out, he blessed me in that. And can I tell you that even today, when I have symptoms come on me for things like the flu or um, even a headache, what I think about is all those years ago and how I walked it out. And so what I do is I take God's word and I speak to my body and I, I remind myself, sickness, you may be trying to come on me, but because of what Jesus did all those years ago on Calvary, you don't have a right to stay on me. You may try and come on me, but you have no right to stay on me because I'm a child of God, and I'm going to speak his healing over my body. I'm going to receive healing over my body, and I'm going to walk in faith what I know to be true in God's word. So... Some questions I would have for you. Ask yourself regarding your healing, your faith for healing. Um, where is your faith? Do you need to be in God's word more? I think we all can be in God's word more. Um, but what are you saying? What are you saying regarding your health? What are you saying when sickness does try and come on you? Proverbs 18.21 tells us, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it for death or for life. That applies for so many different areas of your life. But I know for me, if I do start feeling symptoms of sickness, if I do start feeling things in my body that I know shouldn't be there, I make a decision not to settle into those and not to accept them. I make a decision not to talk about it, you know, People do it. We talk about it. You meet people on the streets. You meet friends in the grocery store. How are you doing? And what do a lot of people do? Oh, well, I got this ache in my back and I need to go to the... And you know, that's, that's our natural tendency. But when you stay in God's word and you get grounded in his word and you start to move in faith, then you start letting those natural things go to the side and you start talking by the spirit. And you're not going to want to lean in and say, oh, my body's aching. Number one, you're not going to want to go bringing 
light to that and accepting that, you're going to want to get it in place and you're going you're gonna to want to talk to your body and say, yeah, you may be aching a little bit, but I know who I am in God. And right now you're going to line up aches and pains in the name of Jesus go away. Sickness in the name of Jesus go away. Flu in the name of Jesus go away. COVID in the name of Jesus, you have no right in this body, so don't even come near it. Proverbs 12, 18 tells us, There are those who speak rashly like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Again, this scripture can be used in many different areas, but I would encourage you to watch the things you're saying. Watch what you're saying over your own life and your own health. Watch what you're saying over your family and your friends. Make sure that you're speaking life to folks. Don't speak death over them. And if you have those friends who are struggling and their faith isn't strong for healing, start introducing them to scripture. Pray for them that their eyes would be open regarding that, the fact that God wants us healed. He wants us whole. And last, I would say, in addition to what are you doing, what are you, what are you saying, what are you doing? Are you walking out what you know to be true in God's word? Again, I know I've mentioned it again already in my testimony, but I learned such a great lesson all those years ago regarding walking out God's word that it stuck with me today. If you haven't had opportunity in your life to act on what you know to be true in God's word, then I would encourage you, next time you have that headache come on, next time you start to see a cold come on, take that opportunity to stand up and to say, oh, no, you don't. I know what God's word says, and I'm going to receive my healing right now. Sickness, in the name of Jesus, go. You have no right to exist here. And let me just say it again. God's desire for us is that we are healed and that we stay healed and that we're whole. Hey, he's got a lot for you to do out there in that world. There are people that he wants to cross your path so that you can bring them the good news. So start today acting on what you know to be true in his word. And just look for those miracles in your own lives. Those of you who are maybe hearing about Jesus and his good works for the first time. Those of you who maybe you've, you've never heard uh, this part of the gospel. Those of you who have listened and you're thinking, you know, I don't, I've never really heard this about Jesus. You know, I think I'd like to know him more. I think I'd like to make him part of my life. I want to make him my savior. If that's you, I want to ask you right now, and if you've got others in the room with you, then I would ask all of you right now, let's take a moment and let's, let's, let's pause and let's pray. Repeat after me. Jesus, I come to you tonight and I accept what you did for me at Calvary. I accept you as my Savior. I accept you as my Lord. And Jesus... I choose tonight to walk with you all the days of my life. I'll follow after you. I'll be obedient to you. And I will receive my salvation now. In the name of Jesus, amen. I have it on my heart to say one more prayer. 
and that's regarding healing. So if you heard something tonight and you're wanting to take that step tonight to ask Jesus that you might see healing in your body, that you might see see restoration for some of the areas in your body where the enemy has stolen from you, then I'm going to ask you to pray with me now as well. Lord, again, I just thank you for all that you have done for us. I thank you for your work on Calvary. I thank you that not only do you desire that I be healed, but Lord, that you offer it to me freely today. So Lord, I ask you, I come before you humbly, and I ask you, Lord, that the healing that I know is so readily available, that I would see it in my body, that I would see healing in my body, Lord. And body right now, I tell you to line up with what God's word says. And body right now, I call you healed, and I'll call you hold, whole. And in the name of Jesus, we will move forward, and we will go on and declare the good works of the Lord. Amen. Well, if you made a decision tonight uh, to make Jesus the Lord of your life, we would like to hear about it. So I'm going to ask you to text the word NEXT to 903-595-5256. We look forward to hearing from you. I hope you enjoyed the word. And hey, everyone, have a blessed week.